Hello, hello, everyone. Doing a little mic check on here. Sounding good. I feel like I'm getting an echo between my two devices. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're getting a little bit. Got to mute the PC. What about now? Still Vader. No, still Echo. I feel so powerful. Did I fix the echo this time? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good to go now. Amazing. All right. Thank you guys, everyone, for joining. Uh, we are so excited. I've uh, been working on <laughs> this idea for quite a while. So super, super pumped to be able to, to invite so many big brains from both the ETH Lizards and the Wolves DAO and uh, support these incredible communities and, and hopefully more in the future. Uh, we're going to bring up a bunch of different people. I think we have eight different panelists uh, right now, which is crazy right off the bat. Um, this is going to be a really interesting format that hasn't been done in Game 5 before. And because of that, I think it's it's going to be really special. Um, every Web3 gaming space right now is about promotion and education uh, that I've seen. And this is going to be different because it's about community interesting discussions and most importantly having fun and gamifying the discussions that we have which we're all here for gaming i don't see why we don't gamify the the conversations that we have all the time uh amas with founders have their places uh, for education purposes but that's not what this is i don't want anybody to to hold the mic for 90 minutes and and talk at us i want them to be engaging discussions between us that means interact in the chat you'll be rewarded um, emote whenever you hear somebody make a really good point, you'll be rewarded. Uh, if you're on the panel, I want you to raise your hand if you have something to say, a, a counterpoint or something to add on to what somebody else is saying. Um, in general, whenever we're talking, I want everybody to, to take, you know, a minute or two to, to formulate their point. But I don't want anybody to, to get to the point where they're lecturing because I want it to be a dynamic discussion where people can go back and forth. So for our panelists, I want you guys to do a couple of things. First of all, I'm going to bring up some topics. If you have something to say about the topic, I want you to raise your hand so that I can I can know what order to go in. And also, I want everybody that comes on this, whether you're uh, an audience member or a panelist, I want you guys to state at the beginning of what you say what community you're repping. So a lot of uh, lizards, a lot of wolves for sure. But even if you're from you know Neo Tokyo, my pet hooligan, whatever it is, feel free to to rep that community. And uh, as I give out rewards, I'll give you the opportunity to give them to your community or give them uh, to yourself or give them to people that are that are chatting um, in the in the comments or spamming emotes or whatever. So lots of freedom for you guys. Uh, first of all, I want to introduce my co-host, Lems. Lems, what's going on, my brother? 
Hey, how's it going? Pretty excited for this. This is two of my favorite communities and where I spend most of my time. And it's I feel like it's been a, a long time coming, getting the, the wolves and the lizards together. And there's already been a, quite a bit of cross-pollination between the two communities. So it's pretty exciting to have this panel. And I think it might be pretty obvious, but what community are you repping, Lambs? I am a lizard and my lizard is me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, of course, I'm, I'm repping wolves now. I'm, I'm in the, the ETH lizards these days. I love both communities, but but at my core, I am a uh, wolves down through and through. So we got a, a nice balance on the uh, the host situation, and uh, I think it's really important that we have these discussions between everybody because it represents what we have in the Discord communities. In the Discord communities, I form my opinions based on what my peers are saying about projects, based on the the alpha that my peers find, and that's what I wanted to do in a in a public way. Let's come to conclusions together and we can disagree. That's that's part of finding uh, the, the correct answer. But I really want this to be a place where people can experience publicly what we already enjoy so much about the, the discords uh, privately. And, you know, if we if we make a little bit of money in the process, then then all the better. Uh, but nothing on here is financial advice. I want to be really, really clear about that. Uh, I would love to introduce everybody else on the panel, too. Um, can you guys throw your hands up and we'll go. Uh, one by one, and just let you guys say a couple a couple things about what each of you, uh, first of all, which community you rep, and second of all, um, your experience in, in GameFi up to this point. And now you wait as people figure out how to raise their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Apex, I saw you jump up. Thanks, bro. Get in there. I guess I can start. Uh, I think I'm repping Goldstar. No, no affiliation with Eastleaf, but that's yet, so... Uh, yeah, we'll start with this. Um, I've been creating content for gaming since like, I don't know, maybe three, four months now. So yeah, that's how far my experience experience goes. Wow, the classic undersell. Apex has become one of the strongest GameFi content creators on Twitter in the past four months. So um, that was that was very humble of you. I appreciate it. I think I saw Elif's hand go up next, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it to you, brother. What community you repping? Hey guys, uh, I represent S Lizards, and I joined the NFT space only because of NFT gaming. Actually, I thought like PFP collections are bullshit, and only gaming makes sense. I started by getting wrecked by Axie uh, because I was a complete noob. And then I found Illuvium and then I started checking more and more games and learning from mistakes of games or trying to find like what works and what doesn't. And yeah, now I'm in the NFT space for around one and a half year. Yeah, that's that's it for me. Awesome. Thanks, LF. I'm going to pass it over to Animositas. What you repping, buddy? Yeah, hey everyone. Uh, so this is Annie. I am a member and proudly so of both ETH Lizards and Wolves Now. Uh, and so really glad to see the collaboration. Um, I have to be frank, I think if if I had to try and identify two communities who were more aligned in terms of approach and thought and um, 
really building in and, and providing value into the Web3 gaming ecosystem, it would be difficult for me to do so. Uh, so can't say enough how pleased I am to be here with the group and uh, joined by all these other uh, legends on stage. So thanks, y'all. All right, it's Bolt. Hit us, brother. Hey, everybody. Um, I am coming from Wolfsdale. Um, I'm also the community manager for a project called GB Clash. Um, prior to Web3, I was competing in Hearthstone, um, and I've been part of the NFT scene since uh, September, August, September 2021. Um, but I started playing my first Web3 game, which was Gods Unchained in, I think, May, May 2021. Let's go. Another trading card uh, person. I also come from Hearthstone and play a lot of Gods Unchained. Um, so we actually have a question about trading card games that we'll get to later. Excited to hear what you have to say, Bolt. Thanks. Uh, Green George, hit us, brother. Hey, all. Uh, thanks for having me here. I'm super honored to be along with uh, everyone, all the great panelists here. And I'm coming from uh, Ether Lizard side. And to introduce a bit about myself. So I've been in NFT space for about like a year and a half now. And really, um, I kind of, I'm just not really a big fan of the PFC side. So uh, I essentially ended up settling on GameFi because I think that's where all the exciting developments are happening. So I'm trying to write up more content. Um, before I was kind of writing from time to time, but I'm trying to set myself to write more consistently now. So just trying to keep up with that and... Yeah, thanks for having me here. That's amazing. And real quick, before I go to Tony, I just want to say, basically every panelist I see up here creates content for GameFi. So if you guys want just like a quick Twitter list on on who to follow in order to just crush it in the space, uh, the the speakers right now are a really good list. Uh, Tony, tell us what, uh, what community you're up in and your experience in GameFi. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? So... I'm a recent member of Wolfstyle. I think I joined a couple of weeks back, spent a lot of my time there. Some of the other communities that I'm uh, pretty heavily involved in, one is the game My Pet Hooligan. I'm also very involved uh, with Collider Craftworks as well. And I'm also one of the community leads at Neo Tokyo. So a uh, few, quite a few uh, communities that I'm involved in. I joined the NFT space about one and a half years ago. I um was one of the people in Journey Crypto's VIP group, and he gave us the wonderful tip to mint board apes. And of course, I did not follow his advice, and that's probably the biggest mistake I made in my uh, NFT career right at the start, because I was ready to mint 20 of those, and I didn't pull the trigger. Um, but that's uh, after that, I minted Doge Pound, and that I minted 20 of those, made some good ETH, uh, and that kind of started my addiction into the NFT space, spent like insane amount of hours, very unhealthy in the space, but having a lot of fun, um, became part of the New York Tokyo community. And eventually I also became an advisor for my Hooligan as well as Collider Craftworks. And I would say most of my time right now is spent on helping Collider define their product. So me and two friends of mine are helping them actually with their game de games development. And if you would have spoken to me like a couple, two years back, I would never have thought that that would that that would be what I'm doing today because it was my dream to be a games designer when I was a young kid, and even though I went the business route, somehow I still ended up here. So uh, very grateful. 
Damn, that's an amazing uh, roller coaster of experience. <laughs> what, what a journey in such a short period of time, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I uh, like the. It's I still have to process a lot of these things, but in this last one and a half years, I end up making and both losing like up to seven figures of money, and that's like something that yeah, it's just fucking insane. Welcome to Web3 uh, in a heartbeat. All right, we got two more people to introduce. I'm going to go to Lizident, and then we got Caleb, last but not least. Hey, perfect time. I just got home. Uh, so I'm repping ETH Lizards. I'm on the ETH Lizards Council, uh, mainly in an investor capacity. Uh, but obviously, I've been in games since I was young. Pretty good at it. I play a bunch. Uh, Rocket League, Fortnite, good at Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. So good strategist and excited for this panel. Hell yeah, glad to have you, Lizident. And Caleb, tell us what's up, man. Yo, how's it going, guys? Can you hear me? We can. Take it away, brother. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm Caleb. I've uh, been in the space around two years now. Um, mainly Game 5, been at ETH Lizard since Mint. And I've uh, been at Wolves Dow for a few months now, so part of both communities. Um, very much in the Game Fire space, but also kind of reach into wider areas. Um, in the kind of marketing space in Web3 and kind of in the marketing space in Web2 as well, but going Web3 full-time real soon. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me in a small nutshell. Amazing. I'm going to let you get away with it from now, but I am going to make you at some point officially pick which one you're repping. You're allowed to be a part of both. <laughs> got to pick which one you're repping. All right, we're going to go into the first segment here, guys. Um, the first segment, uh, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you guys a question. I want everybody to raise their hands if they have something to say on it. If you don't, no pressure, no worries. I'm sure plenty of people will. And then at the end of it, I'm going to give somebody a reward for their contribution. And they can either give it to the community that they're a part of, they can keep it for themselves, or they can give it to a person in chat uh, or somebody spamming emotes down below. So the first question is, which project are you more bullish on right now? It can be from NFT design, investment thesis, gameplay, esports, whatever aspect of it that makes you bullish. And the two that we're talking about are play wildcard and big time. So if you have something to say about one or the other, uh, please raise your hand. And we're going to have um, about 10 minutes for people to talk through it. So try to keep your points to one or two minutes. And then we're going to move on to another question. So raise your hand if you have something to say. Uh, I saw Lems pop up. Lems, do you want to do you want to take this one and show everybody how it's done, brother? Sure, I'll kick it off. I'm I'm going to play a little bit of on the fence at first, uh, just to kind of go over both projects. Uh, Wildcard for me, I I haven't dug too deeply into it. I've seen some of Bryson's streams, which really gave a good taste of the gameplay. I think the gameplay looks really good. I'm quite excited to to be able to actually try it out. I got on their whitelist, so I'm looking forward to when they get around to minting. Uh, big time's been out a lot longer. Uh, I've had a pass for probably six months now, but I don't play it too much. I recently started playing again to check out the updates. And I'll say it's, it's a good social game, but it's very grindy. Um, so they both kind of have different pros and cons. Big time is a bit more content out with it, but I think Wildcard looks like it has better gameplay, but we just, there's still a lot of unknowns because it's still in its kind of closed beta uh, spot. But the thing where Wildcard really takes it for me is because. This is a, a bit of alpha as well for anyone who doesn't hasn't heard it, and I'd love to also start a conversation about it if anyone else has heard anything about it, is that Big Time had $20 million in Genesis, and Genesis just declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy. 
So I kind of question the future of Big Time now. I mean, they do have a future a product, so they could sell the project and someone else could take it over. But, you know, it's it's the bear market and we're in that state of, you know, how are people's funding going to last? And that's one thing that is a, is a big kind of scary thing for me around Big Time. And Wildcard has a, like $46 million in funding and they've been in development for years. So I feel like they're they're ready to go, whereas Big Time's future is a bit uncertain for me. Dang, Lem's dropping alpha right off the bat. Holy crap. Uh, Tony, I saw your hand go up. Take it away, brother. Yeah, thanks for uh, sharing that alpha, Lem's. Um, these things really matter, right? The liquidity, because it just destroys an entire studio if they get uh, lose access to their development budgets. And a lot of these have already been, lays, uh, been raising money at crazy valuations as well. Uh, and the valuations have gone down or are going down. Um, as the economy is just like very choppy, right? So a lot of startups are pre- are predicted to actually die in the next, like at the end of 2003 and into 2004, uh, sorry, 2023 and 2024. So yeah, I think a lot of our gaming projects that we invested in, some of them will end up dying um, maybe in a year or so, except for the ones which have big liquidity. So in that sense, I would be betting on a uh, wild card for sure. But I would also bet on Wildcard just from a gameplay perspective because I believe the game is more simple. It's like it's easier to understand. It has um, it has an interesting element with the spectator sports side of things, which I think is a, an area which will be explored more. It's what we are exploring at uh, Collider Craftworks as well. And in that sense, I think Wildcard is more set up as a game to have easy network effects. And network effects are really important in creating like a big platform and a big product because most games are not, are not not should not be designed around just being a gameplay experience, but actually becoming a platform that a lot of people interact on. Absolutely. Really, really good experience. Uh, Play Wildcard essentially is taking the mobile formula, right, of, of Clash Royale and sort of turning it into like a third person, um, battle royale with with triple a graphics and esports integration which i know clash had a had a uh interesting esports kind of fluctuation there where team liquid had a team and they tried to really make it happen and I'm not sure how profitable that ended up being but play wildcards kind of doing that on steroids which could be really interesting did anybody else want to raise their hand and, and get a comment in on this one yeah i'll talk about wildcard for a minute uh this is my wife bought this from Wolfsdow. Um, I actually got invited to do like a private test for Wildcard. Um, the only reason I haven't gotten to do it yet is because I don't use Xbox controllers. Right now, the only way that you can play the game is if you use an Xbox controller. But I was able to watch like a private event. And the thing that was like bullish on that project was like how tied in like all the devs were into the match. Like the people that were like, playing in the match were giving so much feedback and like all the people watching were giving so much feedback and the people that were like working there for the team were like you know actively writing everything down like giving suggestions back to like what we thought like if they did this and did this and like it was a really like healthy conversation instead of the ones where it's just like oh here's my game and this is it so i felt like uh wildcard definitely is like positioned if they keep going that the route that they are that they could do some big things for sure Wow, I'm kind of blown away because whenever I wrote this question, I was uh, convinced that most people were going to go for big time just because it's been playable for so long. 
Uh, so the fact that everybody's kind of taking wild card is amazing. If anybody has uh, an, an controversial opinion or wants to take the side of big time, please put it in the chat as well. I'm going to be keeping an eye on that and reading some of my favorite answers. So uh, make sure that you're interacting in there. Anybody else want to take this one before I give out an NFT to my favorite answer? Oh, I see Peyton. Peyton is uh, requesting. I'm going to have to send somebody down so I can make make space for my boy. I'm sorry in advance. I'm going to bring you back up, uh, my wife, but I just brought you up first, so I'm going to bring you down. Peyton, are you with us, brother? Says he's still connecting. Any minute now. Peyton, take it away, my man. I was just going to be, I, I wrote a whole report on a uh, wildcard uh, that's going to be released soon. But um, I will say that I, I wrote some risks there um, and that I don't think that like, I guess, Big Time has like a working product and stuff too, which is great. Um, has some mass adoption, in, at least from the Web3 gaming community. Uh, I agree with like a lot of the, the sentiments, but I will say that like, I guess the thing that makes me nervous about wildcard is the, um, what they say about like, you know, it's just as fun to watch as it is to play. I don't know if that's necessarily true, especially whenever you don't get hands-on sticks. Um, especially like, like you can talk about sports, right? They're very like involved in sports and I think they have like a really cool thought process. They do have a key insight that I don't think a lot of people do in terms of network effects like Tony mentioned. But I do think that like, you know, sports are only as fun because like we all kind of understand the game um, because we've either played it, you know, football is the reason why it's so, you know, on both footballs, right? United States football or like a, everywhere else where it's actually pronounced football or soccer in the United States is like where everyone understands the rules. And like the reason why they get into the game is because they have this feeling of like, Oh, I played before. I know what offsides is and all that kind of stuff. Like wildcard, that's not necessarily true. Right. Like a lot of the esports, even in league or uh, Starcraft two people got to play the game, saw how difficult it was and then ended up like appreciating the like esports legends that we know today. And so right now, I find it very hard right now with wildcard, unless a lot of people get hands on sticks to really appreciate the esports element or like the sports element. So that's just kind of my conflicting view. And you could put me down. Uh, but I was just I was just curious to hear everybody else's thoughts on it. Man, Peyton, the the literal founder of the Wolves Dow doesn't say what community he's repping. What what it, bizarro world am I in right now? Oh, by the way, uh, I am the founder of Wolves Dow. My name is Peyton. Hi, Peyton. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Annie, I know you got some opinions, man. Tell tell us your thoughts on uh, Big Time versus Wild Card. What do you got? Yeah, man. So uh, I. I'm not as familiar on the wild card side, but I would say for for big time, um, I think I think they had some early missteps. I don't know how many folks were involved and remember, um, you know, some of the, the initial community sentiment uh, turned negative pretty quickly. I have to say this is this was a um, kind of interesting story though because it seemed to have pretty pretty strongly turned around in in recent days um, from a from a gameplay standpoint. Um, I do think that that it's got a fair bit of potential, um, but I share I forget who it was that mentioned it, but I share some of the the kind of financial concerns, um, you know, in, in terms of where where they may be going in the future. Um, from a you know from a genre standpoint, um, I, I think 
I think anything that has the most potential for esports automatically for me gets almost like a 1.5x multiplier compared to another project. And I don't really think that I don't see that with big time. And so I would have to say just in terms of like overall potential, um, that that esports and then the ensuing content creation that goes along with it um, probably has me more bullish on on wildcard overall. But just again, because that we, we underestimate how much uh, consumer sentiment and feeling is driven by uh, by influencers. And if you've got a game where you can have 10x the number of influencers that are playing it, giving feedback and bringing in new players because it's it's built with esports in mind. I think it's just a huge huge advantage. So those are my my overall thoughts on the projects, and uh, happy to turn it over to someone else. That's such a good point. I love that idea of giving it a, a 1.5x multiplier, just because we've seen with Twitch and Web2 games that people's ability to make content around something drives adoption of that thing, which is super, super important. And Wildcard is definitely positioning itself better than Big Time in the sense that Big Time is mostly like a PvE uh, role-playing game. And so I, I totally agree with you there. And it mostly does. Thanks for jumping up, bro. Um, I'm going to give the first NFT whitelist. Uh, this is Low Life Forms gave us five to give away. Uh, we have almost, I think, 20 different whitelists to give away on this space. First one is going to Lems for dropping that alpha. I know he's my co-host, but Lems, do you want to keep it for yourself? Are you going to give it to the community or are you going to pass it to somebody that's uh, in the chat? Give category? it to the community, Lems. Oh, of course I'm going <laughs> to give it to the community. Come on, come on. So who here needs some low life forms? I, I haven't seen enough emojis or I don't see much comments there on, you know, what does the audience think about the, the wild card versus big time? I was hoping to see some feedback there and I would pick someone from that and give them, you know, but there's nothing really there. Oh man, you guys are messing up. It's all right, Lems, you can, you can hoard it for the, for the ETH lizards if, uh, if you want to, if you want to be that way. I'm going to uh, sit pause right now until I see a comment, but by the end of the show, I'll, I'll give it out to someone. So make sure you're dropping some good comments in there or giving us some good emojis. If you see something that someone says that you're, you're down with and yeah, we can get some whitelists. Out. I love it. I'm seeing some hands go up. I'll keep an eye on you guys. Thanks. Thanks for uh, reacting. I appreciate that. We're going to go to question number two. Uh, the second question that I have is gaming NFTs versus gaming coins. I want some thoughts about, you know, we've been in this bear market and I want to hear just from an investment thesis, obviously every coin is different. We have to be aware of vesting schedules and token unlocks and all these crazy things and NFTs, there's dilution, there's um, utility to consider. But overall, whenever you guys are looking to allocate capital, are you looking more for gaming NFTs that might scale well into mass adoption? Or are you looking for coins that you can invest in? And again, I'll say, if you want to put your answer in the chat and participate in the conversation, I would appreciate it. But throw those hands up if you want to participate on the panel. First of all, I see Apex. Apex, excuse me. Uh, please take it away, bro. I think, I think for me, it definitely has to be NFTs because I never really understood why most of the games need a token because like a token has so much liabilities and in the end most of the gaming tokens they're just tied to the crypto market in general so if bitcoin moves the stock market moves like the gaming token moves as well and with nfts you're much more flexible you can kind of like you can give them out as like a 
a cosmetic, as a treatment, you, you can promise utility, you can say, okay, this is this has no much not much usage, this is just a cosmetic. I think you're much more flexible. And this also makes investing a bit more interesting because it's not as tied to, to, to any market and if like in the game has some big news about them. Um, you can you can be early find some NFTs uh, and invest in them. I just don't like tokens in general, so yeah, gotta go for NFTs. Thanks, Apex. Appreciate that take. Uh, Green George, hit us, bro. Hey, uh, so I think I'm personally leaning towards the token side, uh, just because with NFTs, sure, like uh, being able to have these utilities within the game, it adds certain, you know. Um, dynamic that makes it interesting but on the token you can actually well in the case of uh, especially governance and so on if you can actually get exposure to the game and if you can stake it for uh, revenue sharing and so on I think it just creates a better investment opportunity but with that being said uh, you can also have a dual structure like Illuvium where you can have certain in-game NFTs and then you can also uh, stake your uh, Illuvium token uh, that you can earn from, right? So it, it doesn't need to be one or the other, but when it uh, if it comes down to that, then I would definitely prefer having some sort of a guaranteed part ownership of the game. That was a really good take. I appreciate you taking the other side of Apex's argument too. I, I love the the casual disagreement that allows us to kind of fully flush out these opinions, I think is so important. So thank you for that. Uh, Bolt, I think I saw your hand go up next. Take it away. Yeah, so for myself, I personally prefer the NFT side. Um, I think, I, as Apex mentioned earlier, like it does offer more flexibility. Um, the, it, I think the problem with tokens right now is that a lot of people uh, who are considering themselves tokenomics experts aren't... Uh, nobody really knows what they're doing right now. Like <clears throat> all, the, all the previous models have failed, and um it's really risky because once you release a token for your project and it goes down it'll it's really hard for uh, people to gain back your trust on uh, that you do you know what you're doing um so the flexibility of nfts definitely brings uh a better uh roadmap in the future um and offers you more flexibility um you can do airdrops you can do burns and whatnot um, if that is what you are going for for your project i love that that's a great take elif uh what you got buddy so if I'm in in a degen mode and I find something and I'm early, then even if I don't like the game, that's the only time I would invest in a coin. So it's going to be an in and out for me. But in general, if it's something I really like and I really believe, I'm going to buy an NFT that has a limited supply, like not like an Axie or something that breeds. Because... As uh, Bolt said, historically, we've seen that when coins go down, they don't. You, it's really hard to bring them up. And from Axie, the only thing, thing that kept its value was Axie lands. Axie lands are still very high, while everything else has dumped AXS, SLP, and uh, the Axies themselves. For example, like Illuvium, I have Illuvium lands. So yeah, if it's a game I believe in, I'll buy an NFT with a limited supply. Yeah, that makes a huge difference whenever they can't dilute the supply. I know that was a big thing with the other deed meet, uh, Mint. They said, you know, here's, I think, 80 or 90,000. Uh, but just so you know, by the way, uh, we're going to we're gonna crank that supply to 180,000 uh, any day. So 
always have to keep that in mind. Uh, Tony, I think your hand went up next. Yeah, I think uh, this dent was before me, so I want to make sure they get the chance to speak first. Oh, I mean, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so for me, I mean, I don't, I think when you like take a step back, they, they're just tokens. They're just representations of something. The only real difference is one's fungible and one's not. So if like your investment thesis has some like fungibility to it, then obviously it matters. But when you take a step back, I don't think it, it matters that much from an investment point. It's really like a community and what people feel in like that emotional state. Um, so from that perspective, I mean, I like the NFT because, uh, you know, it's, you know, if you look at a business, a business can do anything. They can dilute you. They could, they could print more tokens. They can print more NFTs. Nothing is saying that they can't. Um, so I don't think that necessarily matters, but I think if you just, if you trust the company and they say that, Hey, we're only going to release like a thousand NFTs and everything we do stems from these NFTs. I think like that's just way more powerful. And you've seen it with kind of NFT, like just price discovery, even NFTs that don't have deep liquidity, which find, you know, investors think that that's like one of the most important things. They might have the highest floor price because no one's willing to sell it. Whereas people don't feel that attached to a token. So they're, you know, they don't care to sell it this week because they'll just go buy another one next week. But you can't really do that with an NFT if it's, you know, individualized to you because you, you don't know if you can pick that up. Maybe the person you sold it to will never give you that NFT again. So I think it's just like this fun societal dynamic that if they're the same thing. So I would go with an NFT. And then if, if you wanted tokens, that NFT can generate tokens based on how long you hold it and, you know, have a max and I, it just get you're gamifying it way more. It's fun. Yeah, that's a really great point. Thanks, Lizadin. And uh, over to you, Tony. Yeah, so I agree with uh, a lot of the things which have been said before. Uh, I have a bit of a controversial maybe perspective on this because I I don't believe that like the actual valuations that we see right now for a lot of the NFTs and we have seen in the last year um, make logical sense yet. I think the actual valuations of a lot of these games will play out in a couple of years. So what we're seeing right now is just a fully speculator-focused market of people who really want to believe in some of these games or projects, but it's uh, based on hopium, a lot of these prices that we see. If, if that's the, and if that is true, then the thing that has my preference is a thing that actually makes me short-term returns, right? So whatever the current narrative is, if the narrative shifts towards tokens, then I would be more inclined to invest in tokens. If the narrative is more in NFTs, I would shift more towards NFTs because I know there's going to be a point in time where the market's going to crash and we'll be able to pick up some of the actual favorite projects that we really love for um, yeah, basically reasonable prices again. So I think I have a preference for tokens because they're easy, because they're a little bit more liquid and easier to offload. The, the, difficult, the scary thing with NFTs is that if no one wants to buy your NFT, it's worth nothing, right? Whereas your token, you can often at least get something out of it. So uh, yeah, long uh, story short, for me, it depends on where the narrative is. Yeah, that's a really good point. And it's super important to keep in mind that what we are experiencing in the market right now is maybe not reflective of the quality of the project. It's more reflective of the narrative. And I talk about that a lot on my on my Twitter because marketing is so, so important right now. Uh, Anna, Anna Mositas, what do you got, buddy? 
Yeah, so I'm going to approach it from the the question of the builders, which is you know, which is I think highly relevant for this group in particular. So I always caution people: you you need to understand who your customer is and what your product is, uh, and then based on that, you can figure out from a from a flow standpoint uh, whether a token or NFTs are the the right way to go about it. And in terms of the way that most projects are building, typically you'll see tokens being used as essentially a uh, some form of equity uh, in the project. And uh, you, we've seen this coming from DeFi protocols. I think, frankly, and it's, it's a legacy carryover where NFTs didn't really fundamentally exist for DeFi protocols. Everything was a token because it, it really had to be from the tech standpoint at that point in time. Um, but I, I think you're going to begin to see more projects move towards using nfts as a as a mechanic that allows whether it's some kind of revenue sharing or it allows uh you know tournaments uh rewards to be allocated in some way um you're going to see those uh begin to take the place of tokens for most gamers and players to be using um, in in the game and i think you're going to begin to see this these sort of multi-token mechanics uh, phased out within games because that, that's primarily an investor's class of, of activity where someone who's backing the project uh, is going to be interested in, in the token essentially as a form of equity. Um, and again, I, I know all the security topics that we've got to address as a community still, but overall, I think you're going to see NFTs begin to take center stage for most projects as there's actual gameplay built around them. So important to keep that in mind. Real quick, I just want to say, uh, Ricky Tan seven seven one. I see you in the chat. He mentioned that he had never heard of Wildcard before, but he had uh, uh, played big time a little bit. But he's going to look into Wildcard after hearing that all you guys are are so into it. So uh, because of that thoughtful comment and taking what we said to heart, uh, Ricky, if you DM me, I will make sure you get a whitelist. Uh, Sam dot and you have to follow me in order to send me a message. So if you don't see that little icon, that's why uh, I think it was Lems and then Bolt, and we'll wrap up this topic. Yeah, so I'm just going to touch on something that no one really wants to talk about. I feel like in this space is the, the regulatory side of it. Uh, I really like the idea of holding a token to have revenue share. And, you know, I think uh, Green George mentioned it, so did Annie. And I love that aspect. But at the end of the day, I feel like things are going to change a lot in the next couple of years from a regulation standpoint and having what's essentially a stock equity. But I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole, but that's where I think a token kind of works is having some kind of equity in the studio, which is cool. But I just don't know if it's going to be feasible from a regulatory standpoint. Uh, in terms of what I like in games, personally, I prefer NFTs. I think it's nice to have the assets for the game and it's like Liz then touched on as well. You have that personal, like a little bit of personality attached to it and you have one that you specifically like. Uh, but I really also like limited supply. Um, it's Alif mentioned that as well because that's one of the most important things with NFTs. So I would say in general, I prefer NFTs for gaming, but I think ERC20s do have their use case. I don't like seeing them as currency in games because usually it causes crazy volatility and it ends up just a lot of people get burned when, when you end up having the ERC twenties in the game as a currency. And in most cases, there's no reason to not just use a stable coin or ETH. And um, that's just my take on it. 
that's a really good point. Thanks for giving us that perspective, Lems. Bolt, take it away. Yeah, I just wanted to add on to, I guess, Animasita's uh, point about audiences. Um, I think coming from like a gamer perspective, uh, the NFTs are a little bit more familiar to them uh, rather than tokens. I think most people, when they are just gaming, they don't really uh, think about like taking equity or whatnot um, in a traditional sense, uh, whereas NFTs kind of relate more to them in regards to like in-game items, uh, skins, and whatnot. So it's a little bit more familiar and allows for uh, better onboarding experience um, as they slowly adapt into the Web3 space. Thanks for that, Bolt. Yeah, really good point. I'm just going to give us one more from the chat to uh, Crypto Rev says context matters in a bear market like we are right now. NFTs are the way people drive the price. Liquidity moves around from a catalyst to another. Might be wrong, but haven't seen gaming tokens move at all in a <laughs> it's an emoji. I think it's a bull emoji in a bull market. There is more liquidity overall. Tokens will move also. OK, must be a bull market. Thanks for that, Crypto Rev. Crypto, if you want to DM me, I will make sure you get a whitelist to one of these projects. Just so you guys know, I have uh, projects. Uh, Low Life Forms has given us five whitelists. M-A-Y-G, which is my angry Yakuza girlfriend, uh, which came from a Wolves Down member named Sinjin, who I think is in the audience, gave us five keys or a whitelist. I have two Old Door Alpha keys. I got five Tearing Spaces whitelists who we just partnered with like two minutes before this show. Uh, Green George, I'm going to let you get your point in and then I'll give out a couple NFTs for the speakers. Right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Just wanted to add one more thing, which is that uh, with tokens, I think there's just better alignment of incentive between the team investors and, uh, well, I guess, uh, regular retail investors. So by like former investor, I meant more so on the like VC side, but generally just because of that with uh, NFT side, the team doesn't necessarily need the NFT to, you know, um, gain in value in order for them to make money because they they might just have their own way of compensation uh, by being able to make money through royalties and so on. But when it comes to tokens, it just that team is often compensated through the token as well. So I think, yeah, it just that alignment can definitely help as an investment itself. Absolutely. Really, really important to keep that in mind. All right. For as there were so many people that came up and, and talked on this one, I really appreciate it, guys. I mean, I think we covered so many different aspects of that question and, and got to learn a lot. So thank you, uh, Lizident. Uh, yours really stuck out to me, pointing out the fungible versus non-fungible and using that as a decision-making metric. So first of all, I'm going to give you a uh, whitelist. I'll let you pick. Would you prefer to have a low life forms whitelist or a my angry yakuza girlfriend whitelist? Ooh, the uh, my yakuza. Hell yeah. And do you want to keep it for yourself, give it to the community, or give it to somebody in chat? Uh, give it to someone in chat. I'd like to just, like, raffle it all off to a random listener. Oh, hell yeah. All right. If you, if that's the case, anybody that's uh, down below, spam emotes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep an eye out, and I'm just going to pick somebody in the next couple of minutes. The uh, next person that I want to give away an NFT to, uh, Tony, I think you gave some really, really strong points, so I'm going to give another one to you. Wh which one would you prefer? Uh, low life forms or M A Y G? Got a rep uh, M A Y G All from Shinji. Right. Uh, Absolutely, man. Are you going to be keeping it for yourself, giving it to the community, or giving it to somebody down below? Uh, sharing uh, the love it can go uh, to someone who's actually took the time to listen to us uh, talk on this space. So uh, definitely someone in this audience. Oh my God, you guys are 
Too kind. All right. First of all, Manga, I've seen you. You got in here second zero. You requested to speak. You've been spamming the emotes. Manga gets one for sure. Uh, shoot me a DM, and I'll make sure you get taken care of. And then let's see. I'm going to pick one more real quick, and we'll move on. I love the comment, actually, that you uh, mentioned about the bear and bull market. I think oh, that yeah. one can be uh, rewarded. Absolutely. I'm going to give Blockonaut, I see you in the chat or down below as well, spamming emotes. Blockonaut, send me a DM. I'll make sure you get that MAYG. And then Crypto Rev, I'm going to actually give a third one out. I'm going to give one more to Crypto Rev as well. And uh, excuse me for one second while I make sure I have all this written down because I don't want to lose you guys. I'm just going to jump in here, Sam, because I, I saw a great take from Ulti in the comments there. Uh, so he, he's going to get the, the low-life forms whitelist spot that I, I won in the first round. Uh, great take from Ulti saying, the panelists talked about esports as a multiplier, but failed to mention that most or all esports teams are currently losing money, and therefore it's not a guaranteed scaling approach. Like, that's, a, that's a pretty good hot take on the, the wildcard and the esports front. Dang, yeah, that's so important. And uh, I'm actually going to be bringing up uh, Ulti right now. Ulti, I just sent you a request to speak because not only is Ulti a WolvesDAO member, which I'm sure he'll tell you about, he's also a project founder and he has a really, really cool project. If you guys are in the WolvesDAO or you're in the ETH Lizards, you know that we are just as often, if not more often, uh, bearish on projects than we are bullish on projects. And so it's really, really important for us to have both sides of the equation being able to be profitable. It sucks that we can't ever sell or we, we always have to sell our favorite NFTs in order to get liquidity. And Ulti is actually creating a platform called Dive that allows you to not only lend your NFTs and get paid for lending them, but it also allows you the ability to short sell NFTs. He's partnered with WolvesDAO. He's partnered with ETH Lizards. The Discord is still private. But we are trying to get people in or, well, we're trying our best to, to select specific people that we know will participate in the beta because down the road, we're going to have a coin. We want to reward all the people that come in and do awesome uh, beta testing for us, give us really good feedback. And uh, I think Ulti is joining now on the Dive account. Ulti, do you want to tell people how they can uh, how they can get involved with Dive? Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks for having me up. I figure this makes it easier for people to just click and follow along. Uh, you know, you nailed it. We think that there's a huge problem right now. People have millions of NFTs sitting in an idle wallets doing absolutely nothing where people could get paid instead uh, to put them to work. And on the flip side, there's a whole group of people who think, you know, 99% of NFTs are going to zero and they can't really do anything about it right now. And they should be able to, if you want to make that bet that you think NFTs are going to go down, you should be able to profit. So with Dive, we, we pair both of those parties together where lenders get paid for their NFTs, borrowers can short sell, and they just return any NFT from the collection. I won't go too into it now. Uh, great space. Follow, uh, follow Dive. We're going to give away some OG roles in the Discord. Just put a fresh link up because we got a private Discord. So if you're here, you're early, and uh, you know being early unlocks rewards with us. We'd love to see you in the Discord, answer some questions. And I'll also say, once you guys wrap up here, uh, you know my... Um, my angry Yakuza girlfriend and us are going to have an AMA on Dive. I'm going to go really deep into what we are, how you can profit, you know, all about our team, our, our fundraising and our backing. So uh, come when you're done this space, come on over to our account, uh, hop into our AMA. Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely worthwhile. Not only 
is ulti part of the wolves but my angry yakuza girlfriend's founder sinjin uh, is also part of the wolves so definitely want to support you guys um unfortunately i am incompetent and don't know uh how to pin a tweet when i have this many things open on my phone can you make me a co-host i got it okay. i'll do it <laughs> yeah lim's got it under control but thank you so much ulti appreciate you man uh we're gonna move on to the next subject while uh lems takes care of that I have, I have another game for our panelists up here and this one will be really really fun for people to play in the chat down below too because it's it's a little bit easier to answer than a a complex question so we're gonna play one of our favorite childhood games but with crypto uh <laughs> products we're gonna play fuck mary kill and we're gonna start with azra uh illuvium and no, we're not going to start with those. We we can't do those. We're we're a little bit too close to to Azra and Alluvium to to be doing those. Uh, but so we're going to play fuck Mary kill. And what I want you guys to do is raise your hand whenever you're ready to answer. Uh, I'll tell you now. We're going to start with a metaverse one, and the three are going to be Wilder World, Sandbox, and Decentraland. And you have to say which one you want to have sweet sweet love with uh, for one night only the one that you want to marry for the rest of your life, and the one that you want to uh, kill never to be heard from again. So first off, I mean, it, oh, Dive. Dive wants to take a stab at it. Elty, please take us away, my guy. All right, uh, I got this one. I would fuck the sandbox because I think it's great for a one-night stand. I tried it beta. You get in. Fun to play around. You're like, oh, this is cool. And then you're like, well... Okay, I've done a world or two. I've had my fill. That was my past experience. Not to say they're not building something cool, but I'd give it a one-night stand. And then I'd marry Wilder Worlds because those graphics look really cool. I'm excited to see what they're bringing out. I think it's going to be AAA quality, and it's a lot closer to something that looks fun and immersive and futuristic. And the kill is Decentraland because the last time I went in there, there was all of like 10 people trying to bop around with an emoji and uh, no one got time for that. So I think they could, uh, in my books, go to the graveyard. That's not a dive answer. That's an ulti answer. So I'll throw that out there. And uh, that's what I'd do. <laughs> Thank God there's a mute button because I was dying. Nobody would have heard you uh, over me chuckling. Good answers, brother. Uh, Animositas, take us away, man. Sam, are we recording this? Uh, <laughs> it is it is the official take coming up okay all right it's recorded well we may have to uh censor this but uh, all right i'm gonna say uh fuck decentraland i assume that uh this is my my best opportunity to have a threesome with the other two people that are there in the game um <laughs> definitely gonna kill sandbox and uh marry wilder world so um sandbox uh yeah just way too boring for me and uh wilder world definitely uh looks like it's something that's here for the long haul so uh that's my that's my hot take on it wow again it feels like people are are very bearish on the thing that is the most playable that that doesn't bode well for the future whenever all these uh all these products come out tony take it man yeah um <laughs> i'm not gonna lie man i'm would kill the central land and sandbox and fuck Wilder World. <laughs> I wouldn't marry any of these. It's too early to get married <laughs> to any project right now. We need some more dating. <laughs> Not ready to rush into any commitments. It's true. It's true. I've been in uh, my relationship with my girlfriend uh, five times longer than I've been in my relationship with NFTs. So I, uh, I totally understand. Ella, if I see you raised your hand, take it away, buddy. 
Yeah, I didn't want to be the party pooper that doesn't play by the rules, but I wanted to say exactly what Tony said. Same kills, same Mary, Wilder World. Uh, no, same fuck, Wilder World. And yeah, I, I haven't seen uh, those metaverse games working in Web 2. I don't think really they're going to work in Web 3. You need something like a game and a hub like Durotar in World of Warcraft where people have other activities and they just join there. I, I don't see those any of those working, but yeah, that's my take. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. I'm surprised. I, I need to get more people in the comments here. It's so easy. Just drop in your three, you know, just uh, drop it in there and we'll see. We have a lot more white, uh, whitelist to give away, so don't be don't be shy, guys. Uh, the next round. Oh, Lems, Lems, go ahead, and then we'll move on to the next round. I just figured I'd throw throw my my two cents in last second. It's really hard for me to choose which one to put where because Decentraland and Sandbox. I always mix the two of them up because I just consider them both on the same levels of shit. So <laughs> it kind of doesn't really give me much choice. So I don't really care. I'll, I'll go for a one-night stand with, with one of them. But I would marry Wilder Worlds just because I like what the look of what they're doing. They have a good runway. I think they are going to build some games, like they have some racing games. So I think, you know, to Ellis' point, that's the only way metaverses will succeed in, in my eyes is if they have games to attract users.